Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. Oh my goodness, good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, hello and welcome to Living Well on A to Zen.fm. It is Friday, February the 27th. Wow, I am your host, Keisha Clark, and thank you for joining me this hour, for joining us. There's a few of us here playing in the chat room. If you haven't hopped into the chat room yet, please direct your attention to the chat room on the red bar near the top of your screen if you're in the home page A to Zen. And click on in and give yourself a name. You can pick any name you want and join us in the chat room. Um, we're going to have some fun today. <laughs> And whether you are listening now, today, or in the future, thank you for joining us and being a contribution to this conversation. And how much fun can we have talking about today's topic? Oh my goodness. Are we eating for sex? And everything that's bringing up, just even before we jump into the topic, would you be willing to set that all aside, destroy it, uncreate it, let it go, and open to something totally different being possible? Thank you, thank you. So has eating become the substitution for what actually nurtures and empowers us and our bodies? And is it possible to receive energy without consuming it? Does it really have anything to do with food? or something else. How many ways are you refusing the sex you could be choosing? Wow. So, let's dive right in. Um, it's a very fascinating topic, and I know this is not the first conversation being had around this. Um, <laughs> but today, this seems to be really up in my universe uh, in this in this time, and um you know, we talked last week about are you willing to destroy and uncreate it all? And that was a really potent conversation. And again, thank to everyone participating and contributing to that conversation. Um, and that kind of took me into some new directions after I got off the air last week. And then I was on another telecall. And everything just seemed to be really bubbling up around are you willing to let go? Are you willing to let go? Are you willing to open to something completely different? hence the destroying and uncreating at all. And um, something I've been playing with uh, is a question around what what do I really desire to be doing? And so interesting that um, when you ask questions, things show up. <laughs> so, um, funny how that works, but it is kind of a, an interesting way that energy works. And so things that have been showing up in my universe here in the last little while have been around bodies and earth and how we communicate and how aware we are and the contribution we be, even though we may not be acknowledging that. And what is it to be receiving from each other, with each other, to receive each other? 
um, to be receiving from the earth, to be receiving from the universe. Uh, it's a it's a kind of a vast topic, and today um, we're just going to probably begin to play with this. Uh, I'm totally willing to have more conversations around this topic, and also conversations around where we go today with this topic, whatever it wants to become. So um, there is no, like, once we sign off today, we can't talk about it anymore, because um, my, no because, just from the fact that my awareness is, there is hugeness, hugeness, hugeness um, around and with this. And so what, where do we want to start? Wow. Um, and wow, thank you for everybody hopping into the chat room. Yay! I'm so happy to see you guys. <laughs> So what can we change today in this next hour together uh, around all of the things that we have made food mean in our lives and in our bodies and to our lives and to our bodies and all of the things that we have made sex mean in our lives and to our lives and in our bodies and to our bodies and everything that that is and everything that that's bringing up and all the energies creating that <laughs> would you all be willing to destroy and create it thank you that's so cool how quickly you guys are doing this this is awesome bodies are ready to let go of some stuff apparently so so one of the things that um that came up for me. Uh, I think there's a book um, that some of you may know of. I think it's called Feeding the Hungry Heart. Um, a lot of times this conversation is had around emotion and are we eating for the emotion? Um, I do you think that that's something that people choose? A lot of us do. And certainly I went through a bit of that in my life. And, um, and, and this is also not a conversation. Oh, and there's Lily chiming in. This is also a conversation around... <laughs> Um, not making anything wrong that you are choosing. So this this conversation, the sense I get is this is not really about the size of our bodies and food, how it pertains to that. This is really not about um, the things that we typically talk about in conversations around eating. Um, one of the things I love is that uh, we use this statement in, in Access Consciousness, and if anyone is not familiar with Access Consciousness who's listening to this, um, you can go to accessconsciousness.com and find out tons of information um, around this this body of work. And um, But one of the questions, and we've talked about it on this show before, is, or it's not a question, it's just something that we use to kind of reset or reboot or clear out. Uh, it's everything is the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And if you say that a few times, it kind of gets your brain off of where it might be trying to go. Um, so everything is the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And what if everything is the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be about food, about bodies, about sex? about everything that comes around those subjects. So, wow, we are sitting with some amazingly potent people today. Thank you so much. There, I don't know if anyone else receiving, there's so much energy going on around this. And so much energy just really, it's as though a lot of us are ready to let go of the lies we've bought. And that's part of what we play with on this show is, um, are you... we. Are you willing to embody abundant living or are you working to enforce alignment of a lie? And there are so many lies that I'm aware of around food and its purpose and sex and its purpose in our lives and that have come to be in our 
in our world, in our modern day um, existence, that really create so much angst and awkwardness and aggression and confusion and craziness and insanity. So where shall we blow this up? We don't really have to pick a where. Let's just start to blow this up. So in a literal sense, what are some of your awarenesses? I would love for folks in the chat room to be chiming in. You already are. And if you have questions and particular awarenesses, please share those. Um, So when we're talking about food, there is absolutely some requirement of food for our bodies to be nurtured, to be sustained, to have fuel, to be generously supported. And there's a lot of yummy food out there. And um, one of the things I'm wondering is, have, have we gotten to this place where we're just grabbing food for the sake of grabbing food? And, and what does that mean? It doesn't have to mean anything. My awareness, one of my awarenesses is, oh, if we're if we're just eating for the sake of eating, what contribution is that to our bodies? When we're eating with no conscious selection of, huh, body, are you even desiring or requiring food in this moment? Hey, body, what type of food might you be desiring? What type of nutrient are you desiring or requiring in this moment? Um, And that's not to say, please know that I am not the master of this. (laughs) So it is a work in progress. It is ongoing. And um, there's no wrong way to do this. And there's no right way to do this. So please know that I I don't have this conversation to be critical of, of what you might be choosing right now. It's really more of perceiving that invitation being in our universes to be more aware of um, what we might be choosing. And before we're even choosing the food, are we asking our bodies? Um, I got to have a a really lovely impromptu visit with Alan Jones and Laura Borland on the Playground of Pabilities. Um, This past week they were pre-recording a show, and it was really kind of funny and cool how the trick was playtime with bodies. So it sort of got to be a little bit of a warm-up conversation for me (laughs) to this show um, because we were talking about are you talking to your body? Are you playing with your body? Are you having fun with your body? (sighs) So everywhere we're refusing to talk to our bodies, to play with our bodies, or to have fun with our bodies, even to begin to do that, for any of us who aren't choosing that yet, um, would you be willing to destroy and create all of that? take a breath and let's just get present with bodies and I wonder what our bodies are desiring to show us to bring to our awareness today that we've not been willing to acknowledge yeah yeah wow so then when we go to the subject of sex all kinds of buzzy energy starts to run for most people when you even say the word which is really interesting to me One of the things that I've been um, looking up here is how the word sex, yes, thank you, Lily, the word sex um, actually was uh, coined, I believe, in the 14th century, uh, if I'm recalling my little flash lesson of of etymology. Um, And it really specifically had to do with whether you were a, a boy or a girl. And it comes, the Latin root actually refers to dividing or cutting or separating, which meant to separate into male or female. 
So the word sex itself really has to do with the identification of what we then came to call gender. Um, so I thought that that was very interesting. Given how much we have bombed on to the word sex now um, and, and made it mean, it's very interesting that it really started out as uh, identifying whether you were a boy or a girl based on our reproductive capacities. And so <laughs> it's kind of interesting, I think, on a lot of forms, at least in the States, um, I don't know how it is in other countries, but there's still a little um, uh, a little blank, and it says the word sex, S-E-X, and it's asking for whether you're a male or a female. And I don't know if anybody else laughs when you see that. I kind of laugh, and I kind of sometimes want to go, can we have coffee first? <laughs> I don't know that the people reading the forms would get the humor of that, but it's always funny to me. It makes me giggle. So I don't know if I would suggest writing that out on one of those forms, though. Um, but sex has come to be such a huge, um, wow, like massive category of things. Sex has come to be identified with um, intercourse. Sex has come to be identified with uh, what we call our sexuality, and the word sexuality simply means of or pertaining to sexualness or sexual or gender or having sex. Um, it's very interesting, all of these things that it's been turned into. And I know that pretty much everybody I'm talking to right now is aware of this and has their own experiences with this. So, um, so what... Let's see, where are we? Gosh, wow. Everything that we're trying to make sex mean all the meanings, the identifications, the applications, the misidentifications and the misapplications of sex and everything it could mean, should mean, should not mean, meant and has never meant in our whole entire history of us and story of us. Can we please destroy and uncreate all of that? Thank you. Wow. <laughs> That's got a bit of a charge. <laughs> and I'm always fascinated and intrigued by how we create so much confusion in our world, in our lives, in our social structure. Um, and and so many people <laughs> kind of function from trying to make sense of of the ridiculousness rather than just saying, that, that really doesn't work for me. Um, so I'm also aware of how much, what is this? There's this energy that comes up around how much we have ah the impelling of wow what is that something around the impelling of this this notion of what sex is and what it isn't and how you cannot ah you're not allowed to have it you're not allowed to be it oh my goodness what a fascinating way to go to our first break. Everything that that is and everything that's bringing up, could we please destroy and create all of that? Wow, thank you. Oh, my goodness. Let's blow up some shit today, people. <laughs> it's time to change this. Holy moly. So we have a break. Let's uh, all take a breath and be with this energy and just be the question what else is possible now that we have not yet considered with food, with our bodies, and with sex and everything that it can be that could be generative. Ho, ho, ho. And we'll talk more about that when we come back. You are listening to Living Well on A to Zen.fm. We'll be right back. 
Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. Welcome to the next segment of Living Well on AZN.FM. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I thank you for continuing to visit with us. And if you're just joining us and you're live on Friday, February 27th, please click into the chat room on the homepage of the AZN.FM website. Um, there are some lovely ways to participate live. One, you can click into the chat room, give yourself a name, and come on in and join us that way. Be virtual live us. Or you can call in if you would like to talk live on the air, if you have a question or a comment or an awareness that you'd like to contribute. Um, and the numbers for calling in from whatever country you're in are at the top of the homepage on a to zen.fm. I'm actually saving as much time as I can because this conversation is so juicy and I realize I'm, I just began to talk at quantum speed. So <laughs> I'll slow down just a little bit here. Oh, and I also just, um, in case anyone is noticing, I sound a little bit froggy today. My body is working on some, some processing and some facilitation, and so I have just a little bit of a different tone of voice than I usually do. Hopefully you can all still hear me just fine. Um, so before we went to the break, we got into the possibility of the generativeness of sex. And we were busting the myths of what sex means, what it should mean, what it can't mean, what it has to mean, what it never meant. 
And what possibly has it always been that we've not yet acknowledged? And um, one of the things that I love, um, of course, if anyone had not heard my show before, you may not have heard me profess my total adoration for access consciousness um, for a number of reasons. Um, and in a nutshell, I'll just say access consciousness basically changed my life and gave me kind of that rocket fuel uh set of tools that took everything I already had studied and play with and was employing to a whole new, expanded, exponentially greater um, arena to play in. Things happen much more quickly, change occurs much faster and much more dynamically for me and for a lot of people that I know who also play with this this modality and with these tools. And, um, and, and what I love is it can apply to everyone. And um, part of what we, we talk about is is consciousness in access consciousness being the presence of everything with the judgment of thing. And so um, it's there's a lot of fascinating and fabulous conversation that takes place within the classes and within the work of access consciousness and um one of those conversations is around sex. I'm going to just give you some of what we talk about in access terms um, so that you're, we're kind of all on the same page for, for the rest of this show. Um, sex and sexualness and sexy and sexuality and copulation and sensualness and orgasm are some words that um, we have a slightly – there's a, sort of an access um, – awareness around, if you will. Sexualness is the ability to receive anything or anyone with no point of view. It is what you as a being actually are. You are a sexual energy. And it's also inclusive of that nurturing and caring and kindness. And it is that generative quality. If you've ever just sat with a good friend or with your child or with your lover and it has just been the joy of being together and the energy that you allow to to show up is that really yummy it's kind of buzzy but it's also really nurturing and it just is so you just want to kind of saturate yourself in it and be with it and it's so contributive to your body to your being it's got a real yumminess to it um sexy is when you're walking tall, looking good, and strutting your stuff. It's when you are willing to be seen. Copulation is when you are putting body parts together. Um, and copulation actually comes from the word coupling. That is part of the energy of that word. Um, sensualness is where the bodies like to be touched, caressed. Um, they love that sensual quality. Orgasm is the quality of living in which everything is available to you. The nurturing, the caring, the possibilities, the choices. Everything is available to you if you are willing to receive it. And that brings me to the tie-in to this to this topic today. Is I became aware after some of my core classes in Access that um, I had a, an experience with someone and it really brought my attention to how much I was resisting receiving me 
And it took me a while to get to that. It's so much easier said than the story. <laughs> the story is a little bit more of a of a, a process. But the 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 fundamentals of it were that I had this experience that I noticed all of this weirdness in my universe, and I went away and began to to play with questions. And what I came to the awareness of was that it was about I was refusing to be receiving me. And therefore, I was refusing to be receiving what this other person was so willing to offer me and gift me. And what so many other people who were choosing to step into more of them were also willing to offer me and to gift me and contribute to me. And if I wasn't willing to receive it, was that really a kindness to me or to these people? Huh. I wonder if anyone has ever had an experience like that. And the other awareness that I began to step into was how I was using food, or it's not about the literal food, it was more of the act of eating, the process of eating, actual putting something in my mouth, to to be more in an unawareness than I was an awareness. And I hope I'm not confusing anyone, because I know this gets a little bit trippy. I was using the act of consuming food to keep my body at a certain, to a certain point, or at a certain point of fullness, and also a certain point of non-responsiveness. So everything I was bringing up, can we please destroy and create all of this? Yeah. And how much do we do that in our lives? How much of our our regimen, our daily existence, has been created as you must do everything to either eat or burn fuel? And what does that really get us? We're eating to get fuel, and and that brings up a whole myriad of questions, or we're burning fuel. So, wow, there's so many places we could go. Wow. So eating to get sustenance, to get fuel. Do we really need to get fuel? I'd like for everybody, if you would, just kind of check in with your body. And let's just ask, body, do you need fuel is it something that you require to burn? Or are you requiring the nurturing? Are you requiring the kindness? Are you requiring a different energy? And one of the questions we played with um, in my visit with Alan and Laura was asking the question, body, what do you require or desire in this moment? And how oftentimes... If you begin to play with that question, or if you've been playing with that question, you might have already noticed, oftentimes it does not ask you for food. It will ask you for something different. Because the energy it requires may not be a literal food it wants to consume. It may be an energy that could be generative for your body and your being. So... This came up as, are we eating for sex? What I wonder is, how willing are we really choosing to be and allowing ourselves to be 
to take in or receive all of the energies of bodies, all of our awareness, or as much of our awareness as we are willing to be in allowance of at this moment, what sustenance might that be able to provide us from a generative energy or as a generative energy that we're refusing to receive that if we would choose to receive it or even choose to be in allowance of the possibility or the willingness to receive it could change everything for our our bodies and for our lives wow yeah what else is possible with receiving that we have never considered or not yet considered. And would you be willing to choose different now? Would you be willing to, even though you have no idea what it might look like, sound like, taste like, feel like, or smell like, would you be willing to receive more than you are right now? Yeah. Because what if what we're actually seeking, what we're actually desiring, is the kindness and the pleasure and the sexualness and every way that we've been refusing that, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it now and choose beyond the resistance? Yeah, thank you. So let's talk about choosing into your sexualness when we come back from the break. You are listening to Living Well on A to Zen.fm. We'll be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? 
What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. Wow, we have some very fantastically fabulous, yummy things going on in the chat room and just the energy of this conversation. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to the next segment of Living Well on A to Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and thank you again, whether you are listening now or in the future. Wow, all of this fabulous contribution is truly amazing. We could have probably an entire day of conversation on this. And what else is possible? How does it get even better? Um, so before the break, uh, we, we went into the, the, the topic of or the question of what if our bodies are desiring kindness? Whew. And how much have we been willing to receive kindness? And there's a lot of conversation that can be had around what is true kindness, Um it's been a very interesting discovery process for me. I can certainly attest to that. Um, kindness is really not what I ever had identified it as being before I began to play with the tools of access consciousness. And, um, wow. So, one of the places, let's see, no, I don't really want to, what is this asking? Okay, so let's, let's go into pleasure. Choosing into more of the sexualness you truly be. Wow. Yeah. So everywhere that you have not been willing to even open the door to the sexualness you truly be, to the sex of life and living and creation that you truly be, would you be willing to change that now? Would you be willing to begin to ask questions around that now? And what if you could be willing to allow even a small percentage of pleasure to show up in your life in some other realm than food? And I don't say this to make food wrong. There are certainly a number of food items that are very pleasurable for the palate and for the body. I'm one of those people who does the good food dance. Um, it just sort of naturally occurs when something yummy happens for me and when I eat yummy food. Um, and sometimes yummy food doesn't look like what we think it would either, right? I mean, sometimes, you know, my body has said, could you please give me a grilled cheese with pickles? And so there's like a, a whole sort of way that I prepare the grilled cheese and put the pickles on it. And my body just goes, thank you, <laughs> you know, when I'm eating this grilled cheese. And, yeah, and so so how, let's start with that. Everywhere that you're not allowing food to be a pleasure, wow, everywhere that we've relegated food to a requirement and not a pleasure, wow, could we please destroy and uncreate all that and change that now? Yeah, how much more fun 
could we have if food was actually a pleasure? And yes, there's all of our awarenesses around we've sort of been conditioned into a fast food or a processed food society. And yes, you might give some consideration, what is your awareness around eating processed foods, if that is what you're primarily having for your for your food? Is it all processed? Is it all uh, fast food? Is there something your body is not receiving from the food based on all of that range of things that I think pretty much everybody who's listening to this has an awareness of now, like the points of view of the people preparing the food, the points of view or the energy, where people are functioning from, all of the people who are handling the food that you're about to put in your mouth or who have handled that food. What energy is on that food that you are then taking in? And is that a pleasure for your body? Or what does your body know? So what is your body asking for with the food you could be choosing? And would you be willing to choose different? Yeah. Because good food is great sex. (laughs) Or it can be. And it can also lead to some fabulous sex, yes? And it's also not required. Yeah? So, wow. So if we were allowing more sex in our lives, Without the need of consuming energy, what else might be possible? And I perceive some some tilted puppy dog heads. <laughs> yeah. If we were not eating for fuel, if we were eating or receiving from the space of what is contribution to my body, to my life and living... What else might be possible that we've not yet considered? So here again, regardless of what the food is, what if we made it or allowed it to be about being in allowance of receiving? What are we really receiving? And let go beyond food. So where are you allowing pleasure in your life? Just take a second and and see what comes up for you. Where else are you allowing pleasure? Or where? Because some of us, we're not allowing it anywhere. And a, a lot of times this conversation goes to, what is it that you love to do? Well, there's a different energy for me around what do you love to do and what brings you pleasure. And yes, those two things can can be connected. They can be similar don't have to be connected. Um, so does a hot bath give you pleasure? And, and let's, this question is often visited in the conversation too. There's lots of energy. Miss Lily's going to help us move it. Is, um, who is it that's receiving the pleasure? Is it the being or is it the body? Who is it that is processing the food? Is it the being or is it the body? Yeah. So if we were including our body in the choices more frequently, more consistently, I wonder how much more pleasurable living could be for us. So let's talk about the act of of copulation for a moment. And there is sort of a 
synonymous or perhaps more of a metaphorical um, representation of the energy of give and take for many people, the way copulation is done. And sex is often referred to in, in a lot of people's minds as a give and take as well. There's a give and take energy included very often in in conversations where that topic is, is being discussed. And give and take has... I also hear this referred to with a lot of people talking about marriage, which is ugh, everything that's bringing up. Could we please destroy and uncreate it? Ooh, golly. <laughs> yeah. Let's all take a breath. <laughs> so what if that wasn't really what sex or copulation or even marriage or relationship at all was really about? It was just a choice. You can choose to do give and take, and what would another choice be? What if another choice is gift and receive? Gift and save. And there's been hmm there's been a bit of conversation here just recently around need. And the way I think it pertains to t- today's topic is we're kind of brought up to believe that we need certain things, like we need food to survive. And yes, our bodies do require food. Do they require it as much as we're, we've been led to believe? That might be a question you play with your body with. Body, do you require the food we're consuming on a regular, you know, on a daily basis? Body, do you require less food? Body, do you require more food? Body, do you require different kinds of food than what we're currently choosing? And oftentimes we are also sort of conditioned to believe that we need someone else to get something from. And do you do you kind of perceive the constriction that begins to occur when I say that? We need other people to get something from. That's kind of like trapping energy. It's sort of like I have to go out and find people to get something from them. Is that a really generative energy for you? It's not for me. And when I began to play with the difference between needing and desiring and having, the choice, the topic of choice, really got more into the forefront of my awareness. What am I choosing? Am I choosing to be not caring for me, not receiving and therefore I'm turning my desire into need because if we're not ready or willing to receive we're resisting what the people who can truly be gifting to us have to offer and instead we're going out and we're trying to take something from people who typically and this is just interesting to me about how energy works the people we're trying to take something from typically are not the people that are willing or capable of gifting us something. So isn't it interesting when it comes to a topic like sex? Sex is something, sex as copulation, when, when a lot, because a lot of people refer to sex as the act of copulation in our modern conversations. And isn't it interesting that so much of the copulation that is done currently is about give and take. There's so much. Let, let me ask you this. What is your awareness of the judgment involved 
in copulation the way it's typically done in our modern day world? Is it generative? Is it kind? Or is there this wall of judgment that we seem to have to get through or beat ourselves against to simply have copulation or do copulation? Is it something that we have? Is it something that we receive? Or is it something that we do? A lot of people do copulation. And isn't it interesting, you can be desiring all this yumminess and a lot of people immediately go to, oh, I must be wanting copulation. What if there was so much more available to you than copulation? And I'm not asking you to not have copulation or not choose copulation. What I'm asking is about what if pleasure encompassed so much more the physical act of putting bodies together? And what if that could actually create greater when we chose to be copulating with someone? Wow. I do foresee more conversations around this. <laughs> yeah. So if you are receiving the pleasure of nature, if you are receiving the pleasure of spending time with your children or with your animals or with good friends, if you are receiving the the pleasure of caring for your body with warm baths, with walks out in um, the parks, with... Um, stepping out into, you know, it's 20-something degrees here where I am. What if I just walked outside in my robe and I, like, opened my robe for five seconds and just enjoyed the sharpness and crispness of the cold on my entire body? Could I receive pleasure from that? My body kind of likes that idea. <laughs> what if we were choosing to receive the pleasure everywhere we could possibly be receiving it from. And what if that was, in turn, giving us the energy, the inspiration, and the fueling of our desires to be choosing more and creating more and being more? Can you really receive any of you from anyone else? Is it anyone else's job or responsibility to give you more of you? Or does it depend on your willingness to choose and have and be and receive more of you? Yeah. And so I find it really interesting that we can know this we this is part of our knowing and yet we can shut down so quickly wow this has been a completely different conversation than i even imagined <laughs> and i so get all of the energies that have gone into creating this conversation yeah yeah so choosing into more of the sexualness you truly be, the sexual energy of you. And what does that have to do with creation? Yeah. 
So if you're choosing more of the sexualness, if you're choosing to receive more of the sexualness, if you're choosing to be more of the sexualness, you truly be. What might you be creating? One, simply by the choice you're making. What is that creating? Wow, do you get that? Are you perceiving what it creates simply by making the choice? Wow. Yeah. What if just making the choice is what shifts the space And by the nature of shifting the space, the possibilities that become available to you completely, vastly change and expand and become greater. And this is something that um, Dr. Dane here, who is one of the co-founders of Access Consciousness, um, he did a Google Hangout yesterday on his book, Being You, Changing the World. Um, And these are, you can go on YouTube and find them uh, just look up the book title. I believe they are available on YouTube. I, I don't think a registration is required, um, but you can look up Dr. Dane here, and you'll you'll be also probably be able to to click a few times and get to these videos. He's done a fabulous uh, selection of Google Hangouts on his book, and uh, yesterday marked the next the 2015 round of of Google Hangouts on that book. Um, and Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, also wrote a fabulous book amongst many that he's written. They've both written many books. Um, this one in particular is um, Divorceless Relationships. And he also wrote a book, Sex is Not a Four-Letter Word, Relationship Oftentimes Is. Um, either of those are fabulous choices um, or possibilities. <laughs> um, to begin to to play with what is it to be choosing for and choosing more of who we truly be and receiving more of us and what that creates. And what I love about just the the act of choosing is how we're really not, it's really not brought to our attention how just the act of choosing creates the space for change. And by the nature of that, it creates a change. And we talk about choosing in 10-second increments, which to a lot of folks, the first time they hear it, it's like, what? <laughs> and it kind of sounds ridiculous to a lot of people. I get that. And what if you just played with choosing a few times a day, consciously choosing a few times today, when you go to the coffee shop, when you go to the grocery store, when you are at your job? What if you chose for five minutes sitting at your desk to not be on your computer or to put some music on your computer? Yes, my love. What if you chose for five minutes to ask the universe to be setting you or flowing to you and your body the energies that would be generative for you and your body. Let's play with that. We have a couple minutes left. So just ask your bodies. Body. Beautiful, amazing, totally awesome body. What energies do you desire and require in this moment? 
And do you get a sense? You don't have to name it. You don't have to know it cognitively. Just let the sense of what that would be. Let your body communicate to you an awareness of what that would be. And then you can ask. Everything that is, I ask the universe to flow it to me and my body now. Yeah. And if you're willing to receive that, what change could that create? And what if that... What if it was just that that could create dramatic, dynamic change in your life? And what if that is really one of the energies of having more of the sexualness you be? Receiving the nurturing and kindness from the universe more than you cognitively need to know, more than anything cognitively required beyond cognitive. Wow. So what if you could be receiving pleasure based on what is generative, what you and your body desire, what actually adds to your life, what actually contributes to you and your body? And what if you could be playing with that this week? Allowing all of the possibilities of the sexualness you be to be showing up to you in the most pleasurable ways. Yeah. What would be like? And how amazing could your life be if you could choose more of this for you? Have fun and enjoy, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total...